Nationally ranked academics and a 94% job placement rate are hallmarks of an Ohio Northern University education. Polar Preview Day is November 9th. Visit onu.edu for details. Jesus is a following a point 
the point was that number one, know who your God is and put your confidence in him. Then uh, the point two was desire God more, seeking his face. So today we are going to continue from there, but I have kind of named a different topic. Okay? So I hope this doesn't cause confusion. Okay? But we will try and uh, uh, learn today. So let's go ahead and start. Father, we just thank you. We bless you today. We give you all the praises. We give you all the honor. There's no God like you. There will never be any God like you. You are awesome. You are glorious. We give you all the glory. We thank you for everything. Thank you for the life you've given us. We thank you for the the air we breathe. We thank you for the food and the water. Teach us today, Holy Spirit. We are here. We bless you. We give you all the praises. And we are thanking you for who you are. Father, many times we sin, we look at things we are not supposed to look on, and we have a thought that you do not like. You will not think about those things. And our minds sometimes wander away from you. And sometimes we say things, we do things that are sinful. I repent today in the name of Jesus. Cleanse us uh, with your blood and mold us as you want us to be. We are ready in the name of Jesus. We bless you, Father. We give you all the glory and all the praises in the name of Jesus. Touch everyone listening right now. Any situation, there is no situation that is too difficult for you. All things are all, all things are easy for you in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. Release everyone that is bound. Uh, uh, deliver those who need deliverance. And bless those who are needing blessing in the name of Jesus. We seek your peace beyond human understanding. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Let's give him a shout. Hallelujah. Yes. It's a great day. It's a good day. The Lord has made this day. And the blood in it. Hallelujah. Now, let's get into this. Uh, I'm going to be using the same prophet, uh, Psalm 27. Okay, there's so much we can get from this psalm. Sometimes I get stuck on this psalm. It's so amazing. It covers everything that we all have in this life. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you can try to go through it step by step. You you will just be amazed. At what is in this very sound. Hallelujah. So what we are doing is just a tip of the iceberg. We can spend almost a whole month talking about this very sound. And still, you will still not be able to uh, accomplish the whole thing. So we are just kind of doing a summary. Hallelujah. So let's go back to Psalm 27. Like I said before, Go to the uh, the part one of this program. Uh, you say how to allow God to protect us, or protect you and me, so He will bless you. Hallelujah. So I'm going to read now from verse one. He said, "The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear?" It's a question. Then he said, "The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid?" Another question. Verse 2, when the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Verse 3, though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. Verse 4, one thing I have desired of the law, that will I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord 
and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle. He shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. Verse 6. And now my hair shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifice of joy in this tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. So let's pause meanwhile for that uh, verse. <coughs> now we are seeing here, when we go back to verse 3, he said, Though an army may camp against me, my heart shall not fear. You see, there is going to be a time where there will be things that will try to cause adversity, try to cause affliction, try to cause fear. And there will be fear that arises. And when we have fear in our heart, we will not be able to do anything. We will not be able to accomplish anything. We will be defeated. So our heart has to have the strength that it desire. No fear in our heart. No fear, no, no sense of fear in our heart. So developing that spirit of boldness in our heart. And that is what we need in today's world. That, that, that there will be new army that will encamp against us it's not in today's world. Even in our family, there may be some, something that will pose an army and campaign against us. Even at our workplace, there will be something that will pose as an army and campaign against us. <coughs> Excuse me. So it will be there, they will be there. There's going to be something like that. Okay? So we, 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 we see this when we go to the right and we go to the left. We see this when we are in our sleep. When we are in a dream, we fight wars. Even in a dream, minding your own business, we see wars. You see? Not to talk of now, we are awake. That is why the Lord wants us to see with our spiritual eyes. We're able to see into the spirit realms. Then we'll be able to see who's for us and who's against us. Hallelujah. Very important in today's way of living. Okay, so Hallelujah. So verse three says, "He said, Go an army may besiege you. My heart will not fear. No war break out against me. Even then, I will be confident. There will be a war that's going to break out." But I will be what? Confidence. There will be war. That will break out. There will be a host of army against us. My heart shall not fear. Then law arise against me. Even then, this I will be confident. Now there is another translation which I like to read here. It said, if an army surrounds me in my heart will I not will not my heart in my heart will not be afraid. If war breaks out, that is rise against me, I will trust or have confidence in the Lord. Hallelujah. Now when you when you read uh, Romans chapter eight from verse thirty one to thirty nine you will see that uh, 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 say, what should we say about this? If God is for us, who can be against us? 
And that is why we need him. That's why we need him. One of the reasons why we need him. Hallelujah. And that brings us to the second point. Desiring God, seeking his face. Desiring God's more, seeking his face. We cannot do without him. Hallelujah. We cannot. Now verse four says, He said, One thing I desire in my in I have desire of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. His, his desire. And what is our desire? My dear brother, my dear sister, what is your desire today? Your most desire. Your number one desire in life. The very essence of your living. What do you desire more? Hallelujah. Now, David's greatest desire we see here in that verse 4, which I just read, is to live in God's presence. Very critical at this stage. That we have to have the same desire in our lives. Sally, this is not the greatest desire. Somebody has to desire God for us. No, we have to have that intimate relationship with Him. It's a personal relationship. It's you with Him. It's you with your God, you with your Father, you with your Maker, you with your Protector, you with your friend. It's your friend. It's your Maker. And that is why somebody can be prayed for, but after a while, you need your own prayer. It's like you jumpstart the car with a different battery. But after you jumpstart the car with its own battery, but you are going back to your own battery to run that car. It's just a jumpstarting. But you need your own battery now to continue with the running of that car. Hallelujah. You need, we all need our personal relationship. We need our own relationship with him. We need to touch our garment is garment with by our own self. Nobody's going to touch that garment for you. I need I need to touch that garment myself the same as you, my dear brother, my dear sister. Very important. When David was running Peter's Eker for his dear life, his parents was not there. His family was not there. In fact in fact Absalom his own son was against him. That was, all, that was how terrible it was. So it's our own life. Desiring God is a guiding presence. Hallelujah. I cannot tell you how much it is. I cannot emphasize it. So critical, so important for us that we have to desire Him the more. So our greatest desire is seeking his face. So what do you most desire right now? Do you look forward to being in the presence of Lord? Do you look towards being in the presence of the Lord? Very important. Now, when we look at the five, we have some something to talk about. Okay. Now he began to talk about why he went to dwell in the presence of the Lord. Realize the verse four. Verse four. That one we can talk about that in days. 
He said, one thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the presence, dwelling in the presence of the Lord, to dwell in the presence of the Lord. To dwell, not visiting. No, there is a difference between we visit. We can visit a place and we have to walk, return back. But dwelling in 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 Hebrew is to sit down. You know, you properly sit down. You you take a seat, you will sit down, you will settle. Like uh, uh, to marry, uh, to abide, um, to make a, 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 a habitation. That is, you, 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 we establish there, we dwell there, we remain there, not living again. You sit down, and that's it. Quite different from visitation. We, we visit. Uh, maybe one hour, two hours, then we come back. And sadly, that is what most of us are doing. No wonder the enemy can easily afflict us. But there's no that covering. The covering is not there. Most of the time we pray uh, religiously, like we just did a couple of minutes ago. We pray and we are at it, it means um, it means we just pray then the prayer is ended and, and that's it. So but the scripture said we should pray continuously. Pray always. And how do you do that? In our hearts. In our hearts. Meditating on the word of God, sometimes it will come as a song. Sometimes it will come as a remembrance. Sometimes it will come as a hymn. Sometimes it will come as meditating on the word of God. You are praying. You are singing melody. You are worshiping him. Adoring him, seeing his grace. Dwelling in the presence of God. Our mind is not wandering away from him, beginning to think about how somebody has offended, how uh, I'm, I'm so angry, how I'm so. Um, you know, many of us are dwelling in strife, just angry for useless sake. It's the work of the enemy trying to take our heart so that we can we don't focus on God. You know that when we don't focus on God. Right? We don't focus on God. And most of the times we do it in the day. And you know, most of most of what we dream about when we dream is what is in reference to what we have been um about how am I going to put it? Or how we have been friendly with our situation, our circumstances. During the daytime, it will reflect in the dream. If, for example, we be meditating on trash, garbage, in the dream. That's what we are going to get. That's what, that's what we get. But that's what, exactly what we are going to get. There will be uh, uh, all kinds of uh, uh, flogging. The enemy will come and try to beat us up. The enemy will come and try to inflict us. The enemy will come and try to uh, overcome us. And sometimes the enemy succeeds. Why? Because we have not been able 
to meditate on the word of God and dwell in the presence of him, desiring him in who he is. We have opened ourselves to uh, the spirit of the enemy. We have exposed ourselves to Satan. We have exposed ourselves to all that he can bring. Yeah, when we expose our house, for example, the doors are not locked. What what happens? Yeah, the thief comes to steal. The thief comes to to kill and to destroy. Why? Because we openly open the door to enemy to come in. So many areas we open ourselves in our weakness. In our offense, we are so easily offended and we are so easily unforgivable. We don't like to forgive. We don't like to to release uh, somebody. Uh, most of the time, we dwell in these things. We dwell and we say we are right. We are right or mm, the enemy is lucky. The enemy will just say, yes, I have an inroad into this person. Just come in and flog seriously. See, but it is my prayer that we recognize these things, that we have to dwell in the presence of the Lord. See, here, David is saying that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. You know, our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. It's it's dwelling in us today. When you read from uh, first, uh, (coughs) let's let's see, let's let's quickly go there. Okay. Hallelujah. (coughs) So, when we go to Let's see. Second Corinthians. Okay. Second Corinthians. I think also in First Corinthians. Let me see. Okay. <clears throat> okay. You can also see it also in um uh, okay, let's let's first of all read Second Corinthians. Okay, now Second Corinthians. Now he was talking about being yoked with an unbeliever. But I don't want to. I don't want. That's not what my point. What I'm talking about. Uh, verse 16. It said, What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, as God has said, I will dwell in them. So our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. He said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. Yes. Hallelujah. Our body is what? The temple of the Holy Ghost. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16. See, it says, And what agreement has the temple of God with Isaac? For you are the temple of the living God. And when you go to... Uh, First Corinthians chapter three, verse sixteen and seventeen. It's also there. And first Corinthians chapter six, verse nineteen. You will also see the same thing there. Okay? Hallelujah. First Corinthians six nineteen is also there. So in many places like that, trying to tell us that one with God uh is uh one with the spirit 
is that when when we are one with him it's one body see we are uh it said therefore verse seventeen come out from among them and be separate saying the Lord do you not touch what is unclean and I will receive you I will be a father to you and you shall be my sons and daughters say the Lord Almighty isn't that beautiful he said he's telling us I will be your father and you shall be my sons and, and daughters. It's so comforting. Hallelujah. So, you know, there's somebody there who has promised that I will be a father. You see, this was written as a prophecy before. Uh, and uh, that, that was uh, uh, <clears throat> that was Second Samuel 7.14. You see, so is uh, 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 Old Testament, but today is our Father. He came to die, and He did all that for us. So today is, He has become. It's, it's not uh, 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 not 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 as He has become. He is our Father. Okay, so we need to be uh, careful with all these terms. He is our Father. Hallelujah! And where He was, His children. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Father, we give us give you praise. So let's get back to what we were saying. Okay. And we were in, talking about dwelling. So we need to move out from there now. Okay. He said, All the days of the time, not just one day. <laughs> not just one moment. All the days. As the as his days will be number number before him by the Lord, he wants to dwell in the house of the Lord. To behold the beauty of the Lord. You know the, the Lord we, we can also talk about this for many days. To behold the beauty of the Lord. You know there is a song that says the Lord you are so beautiful. So beautiful. When we when we talk about somebody is beautiful, handsome, this that, okay, who who created them? It's him. It's like you take a mood, you mold something. So who who who's who's the thing that is molded came from something. So that that thing that did it must be most more beautiful. See somebody so elegant, so beautiful, carrying leg here and there. Oh, I'm so beautiful. Uh, if I worship God, then I must be. I must be God. God, you must be lucky. If I, I'm I'm worshiping you, then then you must be so happy. That as beauty as I am, I can worship you. Hey, <laughs> you 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 see that he is the one that created the beauty. He is the one. He made everything. Everything. Isn't that amazing? He created everything. Everything was made by him, through him, and and for him. There's nothing that was made that was not made for him, made by him, made through him. Nothing. When you read First Corinthians chapter one, you will see what I'm talking about there. Everything. Everything. Including what we say ugly. And the most beautiful. Hallelujah. And in this, Father, we give you all the praises. And we give you all the glory. For you are so beautiful. And that is one of the things I see today. When we say, uh, when God, when he said, you cannot see my my face. 
How will we be able to see his face? Something that is too astounding. I don't know what to use to describe it. Something that is so beautiful. How can you how can we lay an eye, our face on that thing? You know, today when you know when when we see something that is so shining, we can be blinded. We can be blinded. Look at the sun, for example. When it's at full beam radiation of the rays, will we be able to actually put put our eyes on it? It will be too the intensity will be too much. That is just the sun. Not to not to talk about the beauty of the land. You know when when you know when we are when 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 we are looking at something, it it is the color is radiating. That's why you are seeing the color. That's why you are seeing the color. You are seeing the beauty. It's giving out those those uh, colors, those beauty. Then you see it as that. Then how about God? We'll be able to lay our eyes on it and live. See, our God is so good. You know, I I there's uh, a message I talked about some few weeks ago. I I said, good is all God is. He is so good that. He is warned you beforehand and said, no, you, you can't see my face and live. No, we cannot. Just be honest. Because he loved us so much. You see, David is saying here, to behold the beauty of the law, and what? To to inquire. Let's see, let's see what this verse says. In um, in uh, other translation, let's see what others others are saying. Hallelujah! Verse uh, verse five says in NIV, "Except for in the day, except for in the day uh, of trouble." No, that is four. Okay, it says uh, four says one thing I ask from the Lord. This only do I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek His and to seek Him in His temple. Okay, uh, let's try last translation before we move ahead. He said, I asked you, I asked only one thing from the Lord. This is what I, I want, that is seek after. Let me live, dwell in the house of the Lord. That is living in the house of the Lord, not visiting. Okay, all the days of my life, let me see the Lord's beauty and look with my own eyes that is make inquiry discover God's will very important and and uh, and uh, where is he doing this at his temple hallelujah so uh, so that you are coming to inquire about your life about uh, what God has for you and what God has for other people. You have opinion about yourself and you will be able to have opinion about others. Bless others. So you are coming to inquire in this temple. Very important today in our life to know what, what is going to be the next uh, step I'm going to take. Do you want me to take the next step? Do you want me to go out or do you want me to go out? Do you want me to do this thing or you don't want me to do this thing? Would this be profitable or not? 
So very important to inquire. Finding out what God is saying in that matter. Very essential in our life. We can't just be doing things anyhow. Uh, then after we are now praying, oh, God, but did God say we should do it? Hallelujah. Now verse 5 says, For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. Remember here, there there is so much hiding here. He shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. See? First, you know, the rock, Christ is our rock today. Is the rock of our salvation. He is the rock upon which we stand. All other rocks are sinking sand. Now, Peter, uh, time will not, my time is running so fast. <clears throat> Peter talking about this rock and talking about the stone. But before we go there, let's 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 talk about all uh, 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 the very first phrase for he said for in the time of trouble. Whether you like it or not, I know time of trouble. In my life, in your life, whether it is it is it 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 is there. And many of us right now are coming out of trouble. And many of us are in trouble right now. And some of us are living trouble for just some time. So I believe in every stage we are whether you we we are not free, there will always be something out there to trouble. There's no life that is there's no trouble. Except we are dead. Except we are what? Dead. There will be adversity, there will be tribulation. In fact, look at what the world says in uh um, uh, um, uh, in 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 Luke, in in the, in the book of Luke, he was talking to Peter. This is his disciple, one of his disciples. It's not like, oh, okay, you are you are my disciple, so now I equip you with protection. I equip you with that. Nothing we taught you. You know, you are my disciple, and most of the time, that is what we always. That is, that that is our prayer. We always like to to be immune. No, no, no one is immune. That uh, oh, we are now immune, so nothing will come in. You see, this is this is Peter in Luke chapter twenty-two, from verse thirty-one. He said, "Let me read." He said, "And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed." Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that you, that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. Now, this is just to summarize because this is, is all, uh, th- this one is just his own teaching by itself. Okay? So, when you look at it, you will see that the Lord saw it that there's going to be trial. There's going to be adversity. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be situation that Peter is going to face. And he cannot avoid it. But he is going to fight it in, 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 in a way that requires faith. But he's advising uh, Peter to strengthen his faith that it require you now to use your faith to to fight the challenges that is going to come. And when you do that and you are victorious, I want you to come and give a testimony. Use it to build up the body of Christ. Use it to build up your friends, 
your co-disciples, and similarly, they will be able to pick up from there and be able to fight other challenges that may come their way. That's it. And now when you go to uh, further a little bit, when you go to the book of John, chapter 16, okay, book of John, chapter 16, from verse 33, okay, you will see what the Lord is also saying there. He said, uh, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. There will be tribulation in the world. Because the world on its own is a fallen world. Now look at what look at what Galatians chapter four says. Galatians chapter four. Okay. I mean Galatians chapter one, verse four. Okay. So let's zero in there. Okay. Just for a second, we are not spending too much before our tongue runs out. <clears throat> okay, Galatians chapter 1, verse 4. It says, uh, um, let's read from, from verse 3. It says, Grace to you and peace from God, the Father, and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for him, that he might deliver us from this present evil age according to what the will of your God according to the will of our God and Father to whom be glory forever and ever we are in an evil age where everything everything goes we are seeing it today that you find so evil evil stuff happens Things you will not imagine are happening. We are killing ourselves. We don't love ourselves. We are pulling guns on people. Hmm? And we are buying guns to keep for what? Are we animals? No. But it's just the fact that we are living in a world. In an evil age. It's a present evil age. Hallelujah. Let's get back. So, like I said, it said, For in the time of trouble, he shall have me in his So there will be a time of adversity, there will be a time of trouble time of challenges, and so on and so forth. He said, but he will have me in his pavilion. That is in his tabernacle, in his wings, in the shadow of his wings, in his presence. He will hide us there. That is his own <laughs> his own uh, prayer. Okay. And in the secret place of his tabernacle, it's a hunger. You see, so he believed that God is his protection. He believed that God will always help him. And he has seen his hands from the age when he was just a shepherd, just tending flock. And from that tending flock, he was called. And 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 uh, um, at the age of sixteen, say, hey, he will be the one who will be a king. Yeah. So he has seen his hands. So he has seen a, a, a track record of God's favor in his life. The same with us today. We all have testimony upon testimony. And these are things we need to be saying to our fellow brothers, especially in our churches. And that will build other people up. That will encourage other people that God is strong. God is God. If he has done it for you, he will also do it for me. Hallelujah. You see, he believed that he can be hidden in the tabernacle of God. 
He believed that he can be hidden in the presence of God. He believed that he can be put on the rock. We all know what is a rock. When when uh, a a uh, a rock, uh, again, you can talk about this for days. Uh, you can talk about rock for there's uh, different kinds of rock. There is a uh, <clears throat> uh, 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 the rock that is Jesus today. You know, the, you know he, the the type of rock we are talking about is the rock that is unbreakable, that's uncrackable. You can't crack it. You can't break it. It is unshattable, unshattable. You can't shatter it. You can't crack it. You, you try to crack it. What you are using to crack it will break. Hallelujah. And is the rock? It is not uh, uh, a, a, a rock that you uh, climb on, then you begin to sink. He said the rock. It's, it's, it's not a sinking sand. It's, it's a rock of Jesus. All other rocks are sinking sand. When you stand on it, you sink. But in his rock, you cannot sink. He has seen it. He has seen it. He set it high on the rock. Hallelujah. And then he will lift him up. When you, when you look at uh, 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 verse 6 now, it says, And now my hair shall be lifted up above my enemies. Oh, you, you, you imagine that? So all oh, enemies are around him. Oh, yeah. All around. You see? When we have this, the enemy is against us. When we are with that, the enemy is against us. All around. Hmm? When we hold the Bible, the enemy wants to come. Why are you holding the Bible? When you are going to the church, the enemy will say, Why are you going to the church? When you are praying, the enemy is always saying, oh, He always pray, 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 pray. You can see, He's always around trying to what? Dissuade us. Trying to put us away from our track. Remember, I'm just talking about control, which is uh, desiring God more, seeking His face. See, next time I'm going to talk about laying God's way and teach me your ways. Then we will come along with waiting waiting on God. Okay? So we are still on this. You know, we often run to God when situation is very bad. But David is saying here that we need to seek his guiding presence beforehand every day that is dwelling in his presence so that when trouble come our way, we will be able to walk, be prepared, we will be able to handle any test in time. That is why he was telling the disciple, pray that you will be able to hold the temptation that is coming. You know, when he was praying, he said, pray, it's going, there is going to be trials coming. The same, the same with us today. We have to pray. We have to seek his face. We, we, uh, uh, we have to seek him. He said he was already in God's presence and prepared to handle any test. David was already in his presence and prepared to handle any test. The same way we can call on God today for help at any time. But most of the time, we are calling on God at the last, at the last minute. 
at a time when we are not even in close relationship with him. How do you feel when there is no relationship? We just call. But we thank God our God always answer. Always come to help us. We may not see it, but he is there to help us. He's very close to you. He's very close to me. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He's always there. And if God is, is for you, who can be against you? So we can call on God at any time. You see, my, my brother, my sister, he said, when you look at God, when you look at our challenges, you will see that many of our problems could be avoided or handled far more easily by seeking God's help and direction beforehand so that at the end, you do not regret And we are careful to to deal with that situation. Because if God has told us to do that, and we do it, and challenges come, and problems come, but he is the one who told us to do it, then again, we will be able to face those challenges. Because he is the one who said, we go and we went. And we are seeing examples of this in um, in 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 the scripture, many many we have seen that in uh, Matthew chapter eight from verse twenty three to twenty seven, when they were in the boat, and how he came to head them in the boat, he there was a storm that came, and the storm was ravaging, want to swallow up every part of the boat, but. Christ came and come this time. Similarly, in our lives, there will be calmness in the midst of storm, in the midst of trouble, in the midst of adversity. There will be calmness. The enemy will try to come and sift us as wheat, but we need to desire him. We need to come to him. We need to love him. And one of the things I need to say before we close out is the fact that we need to recognize the fact that we are in a war. We are in a war. You know, in a war, anything anything happens. We are in a war with the enemy, with Satan. We are in a war with the demons. And one of one the 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 uh uh the last thing the enemy wants to see us have is victory. Doesn't want to see victory, doesn't want to doesn't want us to see us have joy, doesn't want us to see us have uh, uh blessing, doesn't want us to see us have uh strength, doesn't want to see us have any relationship with our family, doesn't want us to see us have friendship with, with him. He wants to prevent us from worshiping him. He wants us to fail. He wants us to lack. He wants us to have poverty. He wants us to have all sorts of negative stuff. But in Christ, we'll be victorious. Christ causes us to be victorious all the days of our life. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. Hallelujah. Father, we just want to bless you today. Thank you for who you are in the name of Jesus. Father, in the midst of storm, you come, you come all those storms, come every storm in our life. In the going out, in the coming in, in the lying down, in the rising up, you come every storm in our life. You storm, become in the name of Jesus. You storm in our life, 
become in the name of Jesus. I say, become in the name of Jesus. Become in the name of Jesus. We storm that ravages every aspect of our life, in our head, in our body, in our organs, uh, in our career, in our businesses, in our job, in our marriage, in our children, in our youth. Become in the name of Jesus. I say, become in the name of Jesus. There's no hiding place for you. You demon, you Satan, that worries our youth. Let's pray for the school have resumed now. Please join with me. Let's commit our children into the hands of God right now. The students, they have all returned back to school. Let's pray that God will calm every storm in the school. Your school be calm in the name of Jesus. Bring calmness to the school, Lord. Bring calmness to the children. Bring calmness to the teacher. Bring calmness to every sphere of their life. Every youth become in the name of Jesus. Become in the name of Jesus. Become in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We give you all the honor. 